Okay. Way, way back, back in the, in the 1980s, 1980s, secret government employees dug up famous guys and ladies and made them using genetic copies. Now they're, they're all grown sexy teens, teens now. now. They're going to make it if they try. Loving, learning, loving, learning, clone Oh, that set off the recall. <laughs> so when's the yeah. second season coming? Maybe you can hum the theme song. Won't hold it against you if you get parts wrong. While the memory's not too strong, there's a piece of you from a time long gone. So while these fuzzy warm feelings remain, question we ask is still the same. Is the treasure or just plain lame? Is this still good? This week on a very special episode of Is This Still Good? Uh, I'm Gavin. <laughs> Where'd your sultry voice go? I'm here with Sage Bilderback, uh, the co-host. I'm Sage Bilderback. Oh, shit, yeah. And then we've got returning guest. I'm Mark. Mark Van Aglet. Yeah. And uh, we're here to discuss Clone High. It's true. Now, Mark, I think you and I both like watched this repeatedly in high school for sure i think i kazawed this <laughs> and i had the lime what? the limewire download yeah, yeah. uh so see limewire i recognize okay it's a time light. of rampant mtv piracy that's the best kind of mtv implicated myself in uh i will deny it if i get oh, a strongly worded email from comcast another one <laughs> and sage did you did you watch this show growing up no, I had never heard of the show until a couple years ago when you tried to make me watch it, and I think I watched a couple episodes, uh, and now I have watched the whole thing within the last week. Mm -hmm. uh, thanks mm -hmm. to, shout out to MTV Hits, another <laughs> channel with a streaming service, MTV Hits, that's... if you really want to watch Pimp My Ride and Winter Shows. That's where I watched it too, and like, be probably the most useless streaming service that there is, because there's uh, like- Toku. There's like four good things, yeah. and then a bunch of stuff you'll never watch. If you're not a you know big fan of reality TV, maybe maybe that app's not for you. I am very curious. What are those four things worth watching, Mark? Oh, okay, yeah, thank you. I, I had a feeling this who really putting me on spot here. Well, Clone High, obviously, it's your spot. Um, you've got uh, the state is on there. Right. Which is pretty classic. The state is pretty great. comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going on the record saying this is worth watching, but I would consider viewing it. Uh, it had Celebrity Deathmatch. <laughs> and then, I mean, Pimp My Ride. Okay. Well, if you want to just come and do a spinoff podcast about MTV hits. I, it's going to be real. It's four episodes. <laughs> no one said Wonder Shows. <laughs> I didn't see Wonder Shows on there. Because that oh, is, no, I mean, it's, it's that's, a, that's a big check for sure. That's a, I know, because I, I also, hilarious. that is the only other thing that I watched this week on this streaming service is Damn, that's halfway all... through Wonder Shows. And well, I got two days to K, finish it. Uh, K9 OBGYN. It's like a, like a <laughs> dog OBGYN. It, it's like a Wonder Shows and sketch. It's, it's fucking hilarious. May so not be a, there yet. A full five <laughs> things you can, uh, recommended by this podcast. Yeah. Uh, sounds I mean, like that's more MTV than hits. that's more than a lot. Totally of if you're committed, it. though, you could get through that in the seven day free sample. So, yeah, we I mean, I challenge you, <laughs> listener, 
this has been our MTV Hits Challenge <laughs> to raise awareness for ADD. We're not sponsored yet, <laughs> but you know. Yeah, uh, no Tom Green on there. Carson Daly, if you if you want to send a send a check, we'll 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 put your name on the podcast. Um, if our if our assistant editor could bleep out his name just so he feels compelled to to pay us, I challenge is, you, Carson Daly. Is that what you think an assistant editor does? I, I'm assuming. I don't know how podcasts work. I don't think you have an editor who gets to hand it off to another person on a podcast. <laughs> You're thinking of other mediums. Well, um, so back so, yeah. to Wonder Chosen. <laughs> yeah, that's so, what we're here to talk about, right? That's why kids I am on here beat. in general kids on to the talk beat. about beat kids. kids. Beat kids. Beat kids. <laughs> um, what are you running from? <laughs> that's another good one. I'm all camp concentration. <laughs> anyway, Clone High. <laughs> so what's the show about? Well, way, way back in the 1980s. <laughs> no, 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 no. Government employees. Uh, <laughs> so, I do think that the theme song is, whenever anyone asks me what Clone High is about, I do just sing them the theme song because it is one of the best theme songs in history. I, and it I, so accurately describes the I show. I was like, I did not skip the theme song one time. I watched the intro every time because that, like, as soon as that, that bass riff comes in, yeah, you're hooked in. It's a great, Abandon, it's a great abandoned song. Pool is just killing it. Yeah, <laughs> it like it's so good. Um, but all right, sure. Let's revisit childhood. Uh, do you remember how you first learned about this show, Mark? I think you might have introduced me to it. Uh, that's a long time ago, Gavin. It's hard to say. I was like uh, probably in like what middle school when I first heard about it. I want to say that my brother torrented some episodes and we watched it. I think that's the most logical way I would have seen it. However, um, for legal reasons, I'm going to say I saw it on MTV uh, with a paid cable subscription. Wow. Totally, totally uh, legal. The legal way. That's how I saw it. Cool. So you were like an OG fan catching it first run then. Amazing. Well, yeah, kind of. I remember viewing it because also like, I think we had the same versions probably. And it had the MTV Canada logo. <laughs> so I always thought this was only aired in MTV I, Canada. And that's why we never saw it. <laughs> I totally forgot about the MTV Canada logo. Yeah. Only after rewatching it this time did I realize it was not a Canadian production. <laughs> that it did air in the US. <laughs> and the fact that uh, there's a whole episode of the show that takes place jumping between exclamation USA and uh, the sunny shores of Canada. Did I realize this is not a Canadian production? <laughs> Canada does have like a sunny beach. And just year year long right. spring break. <laughs> With Ashley Angel. Yeah. That's what they say. From of O-Town? O-Town. From O-Town. <laughs> from O-Town. Of O-Town fame. Uh, was it TV's, TV's gift of music. O-Town. You know, this is pre-Twitter and pre-Facebook campaign, you know, uh... This was like one of the more original, like, I feel guilty that I didn't know about this show and watch it when mm-hmm. it was on, because maybe we would have gotten more than one season. I have your baby in me, giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> one of many things that I texted to Gavin on my rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> Which I didn't get because our phones aren't texting each other right now. But They're not. Um, <laughs> I, I hope it just comes in, like, sometime next week. <laughs> so, now Sage... 
yes, Gabby. How, how did how did you you first find out about this show through me? Is that is that is that where you're placing the blame? I think so. I'm, I don't have any blame to throw around. Uh, yeah, no, you. We were talking several years ago. Uh, we we're probably talking about the Lego Movie or one of the many other Miller mm-hmm. Lord productions, Everything and you brought awesome. up Clone High. Have you seen Clone High? Um, that is no, that does no, sound Gavin, like something I, I would not. say. Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, you'd like it because you like all these people, and I'm also a huge Scrubs fan. So this show, the three producers are Phil Lord, Chris Miller, and Bill Lawrence, who are responsible for a lot of the important comedy things in my life. So fun, I'm, fun I fact am shocked is, I hadn't uh, heard of this. Will Forte plays Abe right. Lincoln in the Lego Movie too. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And th- this is like when you pointed out to me. Like until you mentioned Will Forte's name, Sage, uh, I had no idea he was Abraham Lincoln because I hadn't started my rewatch yet. On the yeah, I <laughs> the same dude. I was like, why is everybody from Scrubs in this show? No yeah. reason, just big coincidence. Yeah, and then I, I mean, and then I looked into it. And I was like, oh, Bill Lawrence. Okay. Well, and this must be <laughs> this is pre-Scrubs too, right? Or is it? Has this would be. be during Scrubs. Yeah, I, oh, okay. I feel like they got to be like yeah. similar Season time frame. Yeah. Because I feel like everyone who's in this show that, like you mentioned, this was my first introduction to them. I didn't know who Lord and Miller were. I didn't know who Will Forte was. No, yeah, me neither. And, you know, now going back. Donald Faison, the national treasure. I did not know who he was either. (laughs) He was probably the more, if if Scrubs was on, I might have known who he was, but I wouldn't have recognized his name in text. Something that I, uh, I just because I did a little bit of an IMDb dive, but um, Michael J. Fox does a cameo. Oh, shit. From Atlantis? And, and he's um, Gandhi's remaining kidney. <laughs> he didn't, his only line is, that is, I miss him. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Well, and there's like, this show is just riddled with like, I'm assuming it's MTV clout, but I don't know who. But like the the guest stars are pretty great. You got pretty Jack legit. Black. You got Marilyn Mandy Manson. Moore. You got Mandy Moore. Ashley you Angel got from O-Town. Ashley, Ashley Angel, Angel from O-Town, from O-Town. Who I didn't know was a real person until again I had to look him up while watching it this time. I kind of assumed you O-Town was a fake didn't, band. Didn't, didn't watch O-Town. <laughs> you didn't watch Making the Band the first season. <laughs> Come on, where were you? <laughs> I didn't have MTV hits yet. <laughs> Tom Green. Tom Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, the so guy from Full there. House. Zach John Braff. Stamos. Zach, Zach Braff. Braff is this? He is. He's yeah. Paul Revere. Oh. Paul Revere. He's a couple other people. I love um, the dad from... Uh, 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 from Full House? No. You shut your <laughs> mouth. Uh, the dad from Freaks and Geeks. Oh. And he like, um, and he, like in the cartoon character looks exactly like him. His name's like Joe something. I, th- I think it's time we sing the theme song. Mark, do you want to take this one? Uh, I mean, do you think you could handle it? I'm ready. It's literally only one. Give us your best MTV hit. <laughs> you want me to, so like, just hop in? Are you guys yeah. going to be singing backup or is this just going to be I really think it's awkward? it's fair that we try. And it's just, okay. Because I feel better about that than, than me on a deadline. Uh, <laughs> singing the are we song. just all singing it together is this a bad idea <laughs> is this uh yes get ready for should we do a spoken listenable moment you know what's the worst idea is <laughs> in talking and planning history. out something that's not going to work anyway let's just do it okay. way way back, back in the, in the 1980s, 1980s secret government employee so when's the yeah. second season coming 
Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Probably, probably going to disappoint you on that one. <laughs> not to fast forward too much, but apparently Lord and Miller are still trying to get a movie greenlit. Which... Do you think yeah. they have the clout? Have they made like a lot of money for studios? I think they've been doing okay. Um, have I mean, you it heard is quite... of Lego Movie or Lego Movie Two? Two? <laughs> Those um, got to be box office. Have you, uh, have oh. you heard of Twenty Two Jump Street? Twenty exactly There's like something about a about a man spider in here. The, the, it's dude. like man spider versus and like yeah, that's it. The, man the, spider versus Enter the Spider Verse. Is like one of the sickest movies I've ever seen. That is probably my favorite superhero movie. Like, if being I was completely, honest. completely just blown away. Yeah. Should we sing the thing song for Into the Spider Verse? <laughs> Into the Spider Verse. That's, how, that's uh-huh. it, right? That's the one. Yeah. I'm sorry we weren't there with you. I didn't expect you to jump <laughs> Can in. Can you imagine? Like, just I'll, I'll do two, the guitar part. Just two seahorses finding each other and just. Just making it work. <laughs> That's like my favorite, like ever in a movie, probably. Is <laughs> you can see that through light in all of Lord and Miller's, at least all their animated works, because Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs has right. also got that exact same style of throwaway humor and mm-hmm. and those gags. And that movie was the first time I realized who they were, because like at the time I was watching this show the first time, I wasn't really paying attention to who I, was involved. I was, I was too was distracted. Yeah. When I was watching Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, that you're the main character. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> like, so I was like, Gavin's in a movie? What the fuck? Uh, I, I watched that movie. I was never going to see that movie. Because, like, how do you turn a 30-page it's about book Gavin. into uh Yeah. And, I mean, I'm just aggressively attracted it's to Gavin. my two favorite things. It's, it's Gavin yeah. and Food Punk. It is such a good movie. It's also really touching in the opening credits when they say, a film by... A bunch of people. That is uh, touching. You guys really remember when Gavin gets trapped me? in Jello? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too many times to count. Um, but yeah, so Clone High is well, actually, so Sage, let's 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 get your since you were the first time first time watcher, long time writer, or however that goes. Uh, describe first time to me. caller, long time listener. Long yeah, time describe listener. describe to me Clone High and first time what it sounded like. All right. Well. Way back in the 1980s, God damn it. <laughs> that is 100% what I had planned to say. <laughs> and no, I love it. It is that it is that Fresh Prince style of not only is here's what the show's about, but also here is the year that the song was written. And it's very obvious. Um, yeah. But the secret government employees dig up famous guys and ladies, make them using genetic copies, and now those clones are sexy teens now, and they've got sexy teen problems. And mm-hmm. this show follows three main characters, uh, Abraham Lincoln, Joan of Arc, and Gandhi. As they laugh and shiver yeah. and cry. What would it be like if they grew cry. up in uh, new conditions and laugh and shiver and cry? And then I'd say the the two after that are Cleopatra and GF. JFK, who really just get in the way of everyone's personal growth and development. And uh, there's a lot of uh, dolphins for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) I think they had that sound bite and they just were ready to keep using it over and over. Apparently there's a dolphin in everything they've ever done. (laughs) Oh, interesting. (laughs) Like they've kept that gag going. I've got to rewatch 21 Jump Street. So our main character really like tends to focus around Abraham Lincoln. Also basically Gavin. (laughs) I don't like these comparisons. 
let's not ever get into um uh what is it how i met your mother and unfortunately oh you mean uh, how friends. tad how tad met his wife uh yeah. who's gavin how gavin yeah. uh, i've always got a christina bellotti vibe off of gavin <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we're treat like there's 13 episodes they're all 20 minutes long and uh it covers is it are they i guess junior or seniors I don't think they ever specify. Right, but they are going to prom. I think uh, it depends how many seasons the show's going to last. <laughs> <laughs> right, just like every high school show. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. What's a what's a uh, what's a my brain. So am I okay? editing this or are you? <laughs> you all right, buddy? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I saw the uh, general appeal of the show being kind of the like, will they, won't they, Sam and Diane thing that um, Scudworth and Mr. Butlertron have gone. <laughs> that's that's true. Good I don't misdirect. Think... <laughs> um, we, we can't discuss Clone High without discussing Principal Scudworth. Or um, uh, as his... some people call him, Principal right. Wesley. I forgot to mention that there's also a side show with the principal and his robot butler. And his his, the group of shadowy figures that have uh, funded this experiment. Also Um, a couple of zany uh, cartoon characters. Looney Tunes style cartoon characters. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the show is so really... Catch me, bitch! (laughs) Not a huge fan of that. What about, you've got crabs, ass face! (laughs) That was great. I'm a huge fan of that. I'm a complicated man. (laughs) This show really just makes room for very one-off gags. And then it it acts like there's these running gags that only pop up like an episode to episode um, that don't always work, but I would say have a a higher batting percentage than you'd expect. Yeah. That's a a better way to phrase what I had initially viewed as as a complaint about the show is like, there are a lot of jokes that just don't work for me or are, you know, hat on a hat, as you've been saying. Um, not on this podcast, just to me all my life. In in daily life, uh, it's a thing. But the I truth just say. is, it's it's a very it's a very high batting average. Like, yeah. I can I can the the biggest example is the first thing that happens in the first episode where they're just walking along and talking about their growth spurts, and Abraham Lincoln hits a tree branch and falls. Good sight gag, love it. Very and then gallant. he gets up and he says, "I'm up," and that's just that's not necessary. That's a second joke that's not as good as your first joke. Yeah, that is very relatable. What, about, what if you tell him that you said, I'll bring the beards? <laughs> you gotta admit, right. it'd be so a let's cool go, party. Let's go joke by joke through this whole series. <laughs> the whole thing. I, I, uh, One of the things I thought, um, and this is only for you, Sage, Oh, I, but I was thinking of you immediately as soon as I started watching it. Because like, oh, very, very quickly into it, um, you realize how much dick that this show's going to have. And of course I'm talking about Andy Dick (laughs) because Mr. Sheepman comes in. Mr. Sheepman. And I was like, wait a second, Andy Dick. Oh, Sage is going to be stoked. (laughs) He he loves the comedy, the comedy stylings of Andy Dick. That's a tragic misremembering of the last episode. (laughs) Uh, No, I like Andy as a cartoon sheep. As yeah. a low energy, it's low an- energy, Andy. <laughs> I love it. And I guess He's that like, works. I'm gonna splash so my great. DNA with a, with a sheep. 
Which is fine. No one, no one can notice. <laughs> my thank you, Gandhi. <laughs> it's getting kind of hot in here. I think I'm going to take my shirt off, pulls out the clippers, and shaves off this sheet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shaves yeah. off his chest hair. Yeah. <laughs> this show is like a brilliant, brilliant concept. Um, you know, just doing a teen, teen, like high school sex comedy uh, slash drama, dramedy, I guess, with, you know, just random people throughout history, or not random, important people throughout history. But like, I'm random so impressed with the amount of times the jokes work. Like, uh, Abraham Lincoln uh, wanting to become a conflict negotiator and go and going to a theme park to 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 get the wisdom of his animatronic um, Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. He writes it all down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who like you know ends everything with uh, "Don't forget to grab a churro yeah. from the food stand." Yeah. Uh, Joan of Arc spending her time like hoping that she's going to start hearing the voice of God at some point because she knows that the historical version of her started hearing voices when she was around the same age. Yeah, her DNA must be tuned to God, right? <laughs> right. and so Or at least her retainer. Like when she finally starts hearing it, uh, she's getting all this Christian rock and um, advertisements beamed into her skull through her retainer. That takes her a while to figure out that she's just been getting the false words of the prophet, uh, you know. It's it's just such a very, very good setup. Well, yeah, I think it's like one of the smartest things you can do is um, create your show and have all of the characters be like famous historical figures because you, you just have like an infinite amount of comedy to draw from. You also could get away with spending less time developing them. <laughs> yeah, very. Well, I mean, and they do that a lot. <laughs> Yeah, you, like, you you know who Cleopatra is uh, when they bring in Ponce de Leon, <laughs> and they act like, oh, this is this character that we've established, but like, no, he hasn't shown up in any of the other episodes. But they just drop him in, develop him a little bit. I don't want to spoil anything, but then he dies. <laughs> yeah, next week just, on a very special clone, he, uh, one of the characters own, <laughs> dies, drowns in his own blood. Yeah, and I love how they set that up too. Will it like, be Abe? <laughs> Gandhi, it's Joe, not Cleo, be JFK that we've never introduced before. That would be a cheap, cheap trick. Stunt like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest; like my favorite parts of this entire show are Will Forte as Will Forte, uh, introing and outroing the episode. Yeah, so good. I mean, yeah. I was, I'm a fan okay. of Will Forte doing basically anything. Though. Pretty much. I know part of the reason that the show got canceled was because of the depiction of Gandhi. Right. And, uh, was that I guess, problematic in some way? I guess there was like a hunger strike over it in India because it was like, I don't, I mean, I don't know the specifics. Like I said, very minimal research went into this statement. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a real bummer that like it's a clone of Gandhi. Right. It's not, it, it's not Gandhi. Yeah. It's like a, it's a clone of Gandhi put in a completely different situation. But there, you know, there are some definite, like, I'm trying to think of other edgy humor. The local uh, burger joints called the Grassy Knoll. Mm-hmm. That's where everyone hangs out. <laughs> and, now, and like on top is the convertible uh, and JFK with like a bullet hole through his head hanging out the side of the convertible. <laughs> like it's graphic. Or like when Gandhi, when they're getting ready for the prom, Gandhi asks uh, Catherine the Great and she turns him down and he goes, get off your high horse. Good joke. <laughs> Good, good joke. Good joke. If you had to like 
maybe not your favorite, but just like what comes to mind when you try and think of like one of your best, one of the best bits that's like ongoing in the show? Oh, I definitely have a have a favorite bit. Abe is there's a moment where they're just sitting at a diner and he is trying to figure out uh, why he's afraid of taking leadership. And in the background is <laughs> yeah, just a picture of him being <laughs> like violently murdered. It's flying out. Yeah, like that's excellent. That uh, is, I mean, that's perfect. And like the camera, well, yeah, sure, camera just just stays there. It does not cut to any close ups or mm-hmm. anything. It's just like let's just stay on this violet, violet portrait. Let's for as really long as make sure you understand how fucked up this joke is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> did you did you get it? What about now? We'll give you some more time. <laughs> no, and I I love uh, the way that Abe is like. He's definitely like this perfectly like high school kid in a way too um like his relationship with joan of arc because mm-hmm. she'll always be like i want you and they'll be like i know i know to find you someone to take you to the prom makeover like, makeover 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 <laughs> yeah, makeover, like, makeover makeover never listens to a word she says or like anybody and um until God. she looks like a hot slut Abe, you're so frustrating. I could kiss you. What was uh, what was Mark, <laughs> you're gonna every kiss podcast Blue. we have you on. You're gonna say hot slut, right? I, well, I honestly, <laughs> I, I had, I felt like I had an obligation to at that point. That's um, self-imposed because I can't. Uh, yeah, you got to keep the good feeling going. One of one of my favorite bits is um, there's the episode where they're getting ready for the PSATs, which they call like the PJXTs or whatever. Mm-hmm. PJXTs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gandhi's adventure where he leaves school and jumps in with a, a long uh, like a truck driver, who truck then proceeds. Not all about having sex with random women, Gavin. No, I mean that is a lot of it. But that is a lot. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then proceeds to like make truck driving uh, into like you know it's about choices. It's about multiple choices. <laughs> if we or, leave, if... <laughs> yeah, we leave going sixty miles per hour, and a lonely housewife leaves Denver, going. <laughs> Like going 85. Oh, 50 miles per hour. Or yeah. What time are we going to meet up? Yeah. When and where, Gandhi? Um, And then proceeds to like, they pull the, uh, is it old Marge or whatever her name is from the, from the. Um, there's uh, there's like a. Uh, yeah. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. There's Pee-wee's like a Tom Adventure. Waits song too. Yeah. 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 And then, but like it proceeds to show like the flashbacks um, and. You know, the truck was never there. The man's been dead for years. And Gandhi's just floating in the air where the giant truck would have been. Or, like, um, talking to himself in a diner. That joke is never not funny. It's so good. The old Marge joke is funny in everything. Quick aside, have you guys seen Community? Much yeah, yeah, of, it? of course. Uh-huh. All right. So there is an episode I'm where Chang played by yes that's the right response played by ken jong uh wanders into a stage and like takes a very aggressive phone call and then there's a whole audience there so he proceeds to do a one-man show and he comes out is like that theater burned down 30 years ago <laughs> <laughs> and then it turns out that the janitor who told him that died 10 years ago in a fire <laughs> and he comes back is like hey those dead people said you're a ghost and you believed them <laughs> All I could think and I could of. have watched 20 minutes of just that. <laughs> All I can think of when you talk about Ben Chang performing is, I'm drugs. What's the matter, kids? I'm not who you thought I was. Excellent performance. 
kept me off this, drugs. This podcast is now for three to four people. <laughs> <laughs> I say we let, let's just go through some of our favorite, you know, characters bit by bit. Or like, do you, what do you do? You guys want to tackle your favorite characters or guest stars first? I just want to talk about Ben Chang. Yeah, let's just uh, let's go right into Community. <laughs> oh man, also a good show. Probably, I'm, I'm assuming they share some writing team, but you know, I love um, in uh, in Clone High. Uh, Neil Flynn, the janitor from Scrubs, playing a janitor at the school. Ponce de Leon's dad? Yeah, Ponce de Leon's uh, f- foster dad. And he's like, Ponce de Leon was like a son to me. <laughs> Maybe because yeah, he was my he was foster son. son. <laughs> my dead foster son. All right. My favorite character we haven't talked about is definitely Blind Toots, one of many characters voiced by Donald Faison. Basically, anybody who's not a famous guest star or one of the core cast is voiced by (laughs) by Turk from Scrubs. He's a fucking national treasure. I cannot stress that enough. You can't. I encourage you slash can't stop you from saying it several more times during this podcast. (laughs) A national treasure. It's a very it's a it's a ballsy uh, use of a blind character. Um you Storms know. a brewing. <laughs> the joke that yeah, <laughs> when uh, his daughter he, he's he's the he's the foster dad of of Joan of Arc, and uh, when she like gets a makeover and she's getting ready for prom and he mistakes a basketball for her <laughs> and just like you know holds her face caringly, but he's actually holding a basketball and he's like, oh, you Johnny, you got some. Some onset acne there. <laughs> it's, it's a good bit. <laughs> yeah, they don't run out of the uh, well sight gags for that. Um, in the Storms of Bruin episode, yeah, little, he talks about hand. how his. I mean, well, I paused. It was what I was going to say anyway. I didn't pause for dramatic effect. I paused to see if I could come up with something higher hanging. Uh, they talk about how the house can withstand any sort of flood and then it <laughs> right. just immediately like, gets hit fire. by a lightning bolt and catches on fire and then he's just out like rowing, rowing the, the boat and I was wrong <laughs> oh, or yeah. of course in the in the makeover episode or is it the final episode where he mistakes like a, a wild cougar <laughs> for his for foster fruit. daughter he's like I, I killed you it goes Thought on later dead, he's just wearing the cougar around his neck and Joan comes in and is like, Joan, I thought you were dead. So you thought you were wearing your foster daughter? <laughs> That's so fucking it's dark. Like, uh, yeah, it's honorable. Honorable? He's honoring her. So we touched on Joan of Arc, a very, uh, very fun run of hers is when we do like the Mulan uh, kind of run with her and she becomes a basketball player. Mm-hmm. And because you know, girls can't play basketball. <laughs> girls playing basketball. <laughs> I love everybody in the everybody in the gym starts laughing. Right, even after she's girls and right after she's like play. proven that she's really the, good at basketball. She's the best player on the team <laughs> by far. Right. I mean, granted, the team really sucks, and she's but she's the only one who can score at she all. Scored a point. And then all the credit goes to Abe for mm-hmm. um, the speech, letting her be on yeah. the team, <laughs> and the speech that he gave that uh, in, that encouraged her to sink the free throw. By the way, I'd credit like to give a special due. shout out to Gavin's lawn care team. Yeah, I, uh, apologies. Um, my window is right by the front lawn. Um, he's making eye contact and flipping me <laughs> off right now. Yeah, it's very uh, uncomfortable. 
Lawnmower, 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 lawnmower. Yeah. Um, I guess while we're while we're on, the I'm gonna music. do that anytime anyone <laughs> says the word makeover in this episode. By the way, so, Which so you choose just it carefully. I, I'm not gonna um, do it to myself. George Washington Carver is amazing, <laughs> and his little anthropomorphized peanut, black and tan. Yeah, yeah. It has a part for the peanut. Oh no! What I say? <laughs> listening. <laughs> um. Just an update on the lawn mower. They've also added a weed whacker guy. <laughs> They're running, running two separate machines outside my window now. Now there is a Leatherface type character, and he's, he's, he's wielding a, a chainsaw. Uh, this sounds like a good setup for some uh, for some hijinks. Oh, he's actually. Oh wow, he's he's really trimming those shrubberies to look very handsome. Oh no, here's Mister Butler Tron. <laughs> Hello, Wesley. Wesley. <laughs> yeah. I'd say that's my favorite side character. Yeah, and I love Butler Tron's nemesis. Oh, also. yeah, Scantron or whatever? Scantron. No, it's Scangrade. <laughs> Scangrade. What is that, uh, Where that War Games-esque riddle he uses to destroy his enemies? <laughs> Are you A, handsome, B, smart, smart. C, C scrap metal, or D, <laughs> or D all, all of the, the above. above. Well, that's easy. I'm clearly handsome and smart, but I'm not scan, but I'm not scrap metal, so I ca- can't be all of the above. You can't fill in two ovals. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin, right. I would like you to go out and uh, ask this riddle to the weed whacker, and then we can resume <laughs> our podcast. This is one of the, my favorite things about this show, which is kind of, um, you know habitual of high school dramedies and also dude where's my car is turning these little silly things into end of the world problems um and that's a perfect episode for that where we find out that the the psats are just a ruse to collect number two graphite to fuel a machine to take over the world which just makes no fucking sense all the sense doesn't like like which i love also uh, a plot device that is completely unnecessary. Well, this doesn't track <laughs> with what no I sense. know about you and your love of strict order and logic. You, you could, you could literally <laughs> just like either feed the <laughs> number two pencil lead directly into it, or like go over an entire sheet of paper and feed that through. It's, it's like the idea that you have to. Well, you can't have fill the, in two the kids, <laughs> right? They, there's like these weird strict rules about how the pencil lead can can be introduced to the the end of the world robot and you can't uh, use a number three pencil no that's uh it makes him gassy yeah and then he farts and he gets embarrassed (laughs) so as one does got that going for you um we don't all have a mute button on our podcast thank god yeah just mute this whole thing i think we're just muting my farts (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, i had a number three pencil earlier Unfortunate, really. Oh, I'll cut that part out. Don't worry. <laughs> that didn't go anywhere. So the, the That's just a fart joke that didn't land. It's gone. Is the is that like the the firmness of the lead? Does anyone know this? No, there's there's three leads. Three well, leads. you know, since we've got time to fill on this podcast, I'm ready to break down the differences between the numbers of pencils and graphite. I'm, 
I'm going to pull up a YouTube video about this and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. I'm going to just play it through my, um, is that cool? Just play it through my microphone. Ideal. Really? We can really get to the bottom of this. What do your, uh, woodworking friends say about this? You mean cardboard work? I think they say. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I say we kind of just do like real quick run throughs. I was unaware of, of Dreidelstein. Very special as episodes. Dreidelstein. As, as a Hanukkah figure. Yeah, the the snow day or not snow day? Was it snow day? Snowflake, Snowflake day. day. Snowflake day, right? With the weird pirate. Wait, are you themed. Mandy Moore? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, a driving force behind the show is Abe's. He just wants to get Cleopatra to be his girlfriend, but also get laid. And then Joan wants to date Abe. And then JFK is on again, off again with Cleo. I mean, he just wants to have sex with everyone, right? And then Gandhi wants attention. Cleo uh, just. Wants, wants to, attention yeah think about herself <laughs> i think that's best summed up in the in the one uh song the musical where it's just everyone's singing what they're thinking about and joe goes joe goes abe 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 and abe goes cleo 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 and then cleo goes cleo 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 yeah i think it's actually i don't i want to correct you i'm sorry yes you do i do i live for it now, if you want to talk about what everything's a very special episode of, I'm all down for that. Because well, my are, favorite thing are, about this show is is the very special episode parodies. What are some of these issues that they tackle, Sage? What do you feel uh, like you learned from this show about yourself and the world and how to be, how to work your way through it as a uh, clone? Um, sexy well, clone. as a clone myself, as a sexy clone myself. I mean, my favorite episode of this is the very special episode about AIDS, uh, but it's about ADD, and I love mm-hmm. everything about it. Mm-hmm. They have a, a whole song about how Gandhi has ADD, but no one understands what they mean, and they all shun him because they think they can catch his ADD. <laughs> you can't, right? Uh, not to my knowledge, no. Okay. But, I mean, we need more research. <laughs> I think you have to, you know, very, very closely interact unsafely to mm-hmm. catch ADD. Like Which how? is the joke that they make over and over like and over. Like, go tip to tip. Jesus Christ! Yes, tip to tip. That's how I you meant get tip of your toes. What do you? What? What are you thinking? Well, obviously there was no other implied interpretation from your words. Absolutely not. Yeah, I don't know what kind of person you think I am. You know what? Right. I'm off the podcast. <laughs> In that episode, we get uh, Tom Green who stops by to give us, you know, the final word. Um, you guys want some coffee? <laughs> it's a very good monologue as someone who does not normally like tom green wow this show is the most i've ever liked tom green or andy dick that's uh that is a compliment this is this is a a, a, a banner sh- a banner show that is a backhanded compliment they're just tools that need to be wielded properly and you know these showrunners really knock it out the park well i'm 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 there for you when you're ready to do a uh deep dive into tom green uh, I'll be I'll be on that very special episode. As you keep pushing, they're all <laughs> every episode of Is This Still Good is a very special episode. Of course, I mean maybe a little bit more, a little bit more special when I'm here. For me, except for Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> <laughs> Gonna go down in history as the the greatest episode. I also love the culmination of how important it is to catch sleep, which is where it, which is the same episode as the PJXTs. We also have. Um, our intro of the trucker is him saying, now, Gandhi, you know, uh, it's, it's important to get sleep. One night, I remember I was driving. There was a police <laughs> in the, there was a policeman 
in the suicide lane, which is dozing off. which is the Andy Dick police officer too, right? Which I th- I thought was interesting. So me realizing he he would kill himself, I just snuck up and gave him a little tap so that he drove off the road, just you know gently. Now I tapped him a little too hard, and he hit the cliff at full speed. <laughs> He's a cripple now. He's a cripple now, <laughs> quadriplegic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow, you you almost killed him. No, I saved his life. No, yeah, saved his life. <laughs> um, and Joan, Joan uh, of Arc holds back her um, tantalizing secret, uh, which is like another thing the show tends to do is like just withhold information in like really dumb ways as people, I have this very tantalizing secret that I can't tell you, or maybe I should, but maybe I won't. I have to tell you, but maybe now's not the time. I have a tattoo of a dolphin that says, what's up? What's up? <laughs> And it finally snaps Abraham Lincoln out of his uh, staying awake too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because he's he's doing favors for, for Cleopatra, uh, for Cleo, so he, he can, you know. It's just mm-hmm. yeah, these mm-hmm. yeah the way they can take you know sleep is important and turn it into you might get a dolphin tattoo, <laughs> right? Uh, art or get driven is. off the road by a truck driver and become a quadriplegic. And the truck driver, voiced by John C. McGinley. There we go. Uh, of, of Scrubs fame. National treasure. Um, I was stoked as soon as I like started hearing all these like Scrubs voices. Because it's not just like, it's not yeah, just all the main characters. Yeah, one of the main. Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, the, Jordan. Yeah. John C. McGinley, or the, that character's wife, but Bill Lawrence's actual wife, if I remember correctly. Ooh. Or someone's wife. That's I don't know. She's fact. someone's wife. I like that. How do you guys feel about like the caricatures and the drawing and animation in the show, too? So I didn't I didn't grow up on all the other things that kind of look like this. My roommate saw me watching it and was wondering if this was the same studio as like Powerpuff Girls and Dexter's Lab. Right. And, uh, it has definitely it has very some... much so that like aesthetic. Yeah. The way like the fingers, especially on Scudworth, who's always wearing uh, like yellow dishwashing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> like Dexter's mom. Yeah. There's a moment actually where he uh, gets amnesia and Mr. Mr. B, his, but- his butler Tron, uh, right-hand robot, proceeds to give the plot of the show to him uh, as you're an evil scientist who is in charge of a school full of clones who have, you know, high school problems. And you, that's what you do. Um, his, his first question is, was I doing dishes? <laughs> um, but the way his fingers curl is... Mm-hmm. So very Dexter's lab. Like, there's like, I don't know how to better describe it than like they turn into spiral claws, which I just, you know, relate to to pro- like quality product. Uh, fingers don't do that in lesser programs. Yeah, that's true. Also, the um, like the, the way they do the backgrounds, like the sparseness yeah, of it. They're so cool. Like, um, but yeah, but it's still very clear where they are. Yeah, but it's very emotive. Like, um, yeah. There's, I'm trying to remember whose bedroom it is. I think it's Abraham Lincoln's bedroom is entirely portraits it's of Abraham just Lincoln. All portraits of Abraham Lincoln, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because the weight of like who he's because I I know that you, Sage, claim that there's not that much of this in the show, but like the show is built on their relationship to their clones. Like I think pretty readily. Like JFK. I feel like it's, it's inherent and it's not explored as much as I personally would like. And the caveat to that is I feel 
especially knowing Lord and Miller's future work, that that aspect of legacy would have been a central focus if the show had gotten more seasons. I don't think it's there as much as you do. I think it's just, it's inherent. I think there's definitely like a, like a rope of sand running through the show. That's kind of uh What does that mean? That's the, that's the, I, <laughs> I've that's so the hope of sad. So many of the titles like um, work for me. They're all great. Uh and they're they're you know, A D D, the last D is for disorder. I understand that. I, I get it. A shot in, a shot in Dark uh is about Joan of Arc playing basketball. As John Dark. As John Dark, you know, her Mulan episode. Yeah. But what does a rope of sand mean? I'm sure it's a joke that I'm not getting. Please someone explain it to me. I don't Write think in that... to stillgoodbot at gmail.com. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know what the joke is other than it's like a just kind of a funny sounding phrase. I feel it's like a rope of sand would get washed away by tears in the rain. Ooh. Are you John Bon Jovi? That's this is starting to sound like a Bon Jovi song. What? Who's <laughs> doing Blade Runner? <laughs> Whoa. Did bon- John Bon Jovi write Blade Runner? I believe yeah. he did. That's yeah. what got him his Jovi bucks. <laughs> Mad Jovi bucks. I have like a um, short Luke Perry story. Yeah, oh, bring please. it. And uh, uh, Ponce de Leon, uh, played by Luke Perry. The character looks exactly like Luke Perry, too, which I yeah. love when cartoons do that. Make the characters look exactly like that. Anyways, uh, Luke Perry passed away recently. But I also have a friend since like Was middle school. Was it as wild as Ponce's? Uh, actually, good question. I'll look into that. It might have <laughs> been, uh, he might have drowned in his own blood, like Ponce. After being sliced up by candy wrappers <laughs> and um... suffocated by a flat rogue plastic bag. But um, I, have a, I have like a friend since middle school whose name coincidentally is Luke Perry. And um, I was, <laughs> I'm sitting on the couch, my wife's on her phone. She looks at me and she goes, Luke Perry died. Oh, God. And I had like no context. So I think that this um, friend of ours, this yeah. good friend of ours is dead. And it turns out it's way worse because the actor <laughs> Luke Perry is dead. You know, oh, you should, uh, you should make the sound effects so that I I'm know so, what you're I'll joking. be more clear. Yeah. I, I'm going to get a laugh Luke, track. if you're listening, write in directly to Mark. <laughs> question your friendship. Yeah. I'm going to, I'll get like some, I'm going to get a soundboard. I feel like we probably watched Clone High at Luke's house. I feel like we probably, probably need a soundboard. I, I feel like everything needs a soundboard. I also think that that's probably the reason there's so many dolphins in uh, Lord and Miller's work is that they just have this soundboard that they uh, really just keep in the writer's room. And it doesn't have that many sounds on it, but it's got some good dolphin content. <laughs> there's like a whole promposal uh <laughs> episode basically where we get to see like nostradamus's version of a promposal which is a unicorn riding oh, up Jesus to Catherine the great uh <laughs> nostradamus bursting out of its chest holding <laughs> um a stillborn oh. baby unicorn that sputters out the words will you go to prom with me Except it takes three times as long and is is much more nightmarish than that. Yeah. <laughs> so romantic. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. A- Abe's multiple versions of it, because we see some dream sequences of him trying to ask Cleo to prom. And, like, in the background... Or, or Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Depending. 
spoilers, you know, spoilers, as, as usual yeah. for everything. Spoilers always. ahoy. But like in the background, there's just a whale being eaten by tigers. By tigers. I think that's the real <laughs> one, isn't it? Maybe. I, yeah, that I think that that's so when confusing. he like actually yeah. does it. Yeah, it's a whale just getting devoured by tigers. Yeah, because the tigers were dancing on the ele- on the whale and then he turned his back. <laughs> <laughs> Part of any promposal. The prom takes place in, you know, a magical night in the meat locker. <laughs> it's just like... So for as far as promposals go, like I went to a smaller school. We did have a prom. I took I took people to like the junior and the senior prom, but I don't remember promposal wow, ever being there's like thirty people in our class. It depends on the school. In fact, that makes you even more popular. <laughs> I, I guess so. statistically, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm scared to find out how many of those thirty people in high school just didn't like me. Hey, if you're listening and you went to uh, high school with Sage, and ahead, don't like in. Sage, yeah, only if you write in like and him. let him yeah. know. No, no good, no good things. No, no nice emails. But I mean, I I, I literally want to ask about your guys' prom experiences if you're comfortable talking about it and if it took place in a meat locker. <laughs> Not as I, such. Um, my story is real quick. Um, didn't go to prom. Also, didn't you? That's fast. also. I have no clue what I did. Um, just zero memory. <laughs> did you hang out and watch a very special episode of Clone High? Probably. Probably. Uh, yeah, I went to prom. It was very uneventful. Um, probably hung out with Luke actually, because I feel like he would be like <laughs> the only one of my friends that didn't go. Wasn't he? So. I remember he was like the one with the steadiest girlfriend out of. Or like group of friends, though. No way. Uh, I would Luke, say Luke so. Luke was living the bachelor life. Oh, for sure. Okay. I, I mean, if you want to get into it, I remember. You know, I don't want to name names. Yeah, That's I don't weird. feel. Like, I don't feel like but, we should blow up their blow up their Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, there was people who were after his jock for sure. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but no, he was living the bachelor life. Okay, fair enough. He was way too cool for that um, in high school. Yeah, we our proms were we had one on a boat. My my favorite memory is a good friend of ours. I'm going to say his name, Brian Wallace, uh, wore a white suit to prom and they served uh, <laughs> spaghetti as like the dinner thing. Classiest. Food his uh, his white suit was not white at the end of the the meal. Oh, this is some clone high shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was good. It was a good bit. Yeah. Um, and then, Who'd you go to prom with? I I went stag both times. I think. Uh, okay, so Sage is winning so far. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually mean, went to four proms. <laughs> wow, I think I just went to two. Sounds I like don't four, four too many. <laughs> well, they're also like, as I understand it, for everyone else, like prom is a more expensive experience. And prom was just a slightly nicer version of the rest of the dances our high school had. Right, I feel like that's what you see in like eighties yeah. movies. Well, yeah, and that's like the thing they paint at the end of this episode. The reason it is the season finale is everyone takes it up a step uh, base-wise, you know. True. Oh, yeah. Going past <laughs> one and a half base. <laughs> yeah, no, that is that is what happens in Changes, the big prom, the sex romp, the season finale, <laughs> which is probably my favorite title. <laughs> well, I know this is going to sound like a ridiculous fucking question, but how does Clone High... Compared to your actual high school experience, what what I'm asking is like, what parts of this can you really relate to? What part of it just cuts really deep? Um, I'm I'm afraid to admit that I think that there 
the comparisons between yeah, me and Abraham it. Lincoln say are it. more apt than I'd like to yeah, admit. Say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Finally. I mean, I remember being friends with Abraham Lincoln in in high school, for sure. Same guy. And he's a very frustrating character because <laughs> I was a very frustrating person in high school. Awkward and tall and uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I directly like relate to any uh, any any of the specific characters or anything like that, but there sure is like a lot. Mark's a Gandhi. I don't know about that, Um, (laughs) but there's there's definitely a lot of kind of like general teenage angst and um, uh, just huge lack of communication that runs through the whole the whole the whole series that I think is very relatable. Yeah, I mean. I obviously asked the question because I wanted to talk about me. Bring it but, on back around. I like yeah. it. Sage is really a Cleo. Such <laughs> a Cleo. Such a Cleo. Oh, Jesus. Uh, no, I mean, I also identify the most with, with Abe, or specifically that relationship dynamic, because I was definitely infatuated with a girl who would date me, but really just did not give a shit about me, except like for what I could do for her. <laughs> the parts were just like, I would just like something expensive. Cuts... Cuts deep. <laughs> well, like, I don't want something side, heartfelt. I want something that costs a lot of money. You know, and she's communicating in a way better shape or form than Abe is able to at that time. You know, he had some growing to do uh, to be able to talk about what he really wanted out of a relationship. I think, like, the best thing about <laughs> being an adult is just knowing how to say no to things and knowing when things are not worth your time or emotional effort. Speaking of emotional effort, another great song in Clone High that I wanted to give a shout out to is uh, Gandhi's turn as a rapper, as rapper G-Spot. G-Spot rocks the G-Spot. I mean, his titular single, G-Spot rocks the G-Spot. Thank you, you for just singing heard the entirety of. of the song. <laughs> it's a grand old flag. Flag! <laughs> yeah, and JFK uh, invents sampling, or as he refers yeah. to it, song, song stealing. Song stealing, yeah. I call it. Song stealing. <laughs> God, yeah, JFK's voice as a bit never gets old. Um, <laughs> yeah, it works really well. I, and and it's impressive. I was I, I remember thinking because he'll go like into like really high registers also, and it's like consistent. Yeah, it's like a way- totally flushed out voice. When he gets exasperated, um, and he has the highest voice on the show. And oh, right. it, it works. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's a very impressive character, I feel like. Yeah, I think yeah. that's just Chris Miller. Like, that's just one of the one of the creative forces as his voice. Uh, yeah, I, I believe. Do they, right. and that's the thing I, I also didn't know is, are they, do they, both of those guys tend to do voice acting? Um, are they both voices in like the Lego movie and I didn't know? I don't think so. I mean, this Whoa. is something that I should have researched before I make claims, but I was surprised to learn that he was the voice in this. Um, yeah, because uh, Scudworth and Mr. B are two of the showrunners doing the voices. Oh. God, I, I, I love this show. I mean, I feel like we should just uh, do the ratings real quick to get it out of the way so we can uh, talk more glowingly about how much we all love this show, since I feel like that's probably where we're going. Oh, no, I'm going low. Oh, no. There's uh there's one last thing I'm trying to squeeze in before we do these final judgments, because uh, ever since doing the Treasure Planet episode, I am 
Makeover, makeover. Ever since uh, Treasure <laughs> Planet, I am just fascinated at how much animation costs in general, or how wildly wrong I am anytime I watch any of these projects and try to guess how much it costs. So I would like to ask either of you, how much do you think an episode of Clone High costs? Wow. That's a good question. Uh, 200K? Gavin? Uh, yeah, I, I have no idea. 300K? Or 201K. Yeah, thank you. 201K. I'm going the over. Whoever's closer. Fucking price is right. Uh, <laughs> technically, Gavin is correct then. Hey. Uh, it is 750,000. Oh, and I don't. For one episode? That's the thing. I don't know if that's high or low because the animation yeah. crazy. But I feel like well, an I episode mean, of Archer is around 300,000. So I don't know why this would be more. Like, unless well, Will Forte is taking is half hand, the. Hand drawn? As I compared to, like, because I, I, I mean, so. Archer's for sure like done on a computer i mean part of it like i'd compare it to also something around the same time so maybe something like uh south park or the simpsons in that era would be more um i think simpsons probably at that point the voice cast has better deals than the people on clone i would assume simpsons would be (laughs) at that level well i don't know i've just tried to think how much it would cost to hire mandy Moore for a day or ashley angel from (laughs) o-town I don't know. It seems expensive to me, but like I just at that era, I wonder if animation just costs more than like Archer did when the time it came out. Uh, well, I guess way- it depends on how much uh, how much of it you're outsourcing to, right? To like wherever. Yeah, probably sending some of it to Canada. That might. Yeah. Be- <laughs> that 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 backwards country. As a callback. Don't get on that plane. Don't get on that plane. <laughs> In that episode, which were uh, called Gate Expectations. Mm-hmm. So, so Gate, so Gate. Great, great title. Just like having a fight where Abe and Cleopatra call each other babe multiple times per sentence. <laughs> it works so much better for me than I feel like it should. People overusing babe is funny. It, it is. And I feel like that was part of high school, too. Like, I feel like people calling each other babe was very common babe. in high school. Because, you know, at that time, our brains aren't fully formed. And, uh, I mean, I'm still bad at remembering I, people's I, names. I like to do it ironically, still. <laughs> Call people babe. I say, I say that to my wife all the time. I don't mean, never mean. That. You don't mean to compliment her. It's, yeah, but how uh, many times have you forgotten her name and that's the real reason you're calling her babe? Oh, yeah, like 30%? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. I'm just saying, like, let's be honest. Babe. <laughs> So what do we think about the show? Babe, I'm being honest with you. Babes, what do you think of uh, what do you think of Clone High? Is this still good? Is it better Uh, as a memory? Is this something we should never speak of again? Who's who's who goes first? You go first. I go first. Sage, go first. Uh, Well, I just. Oh no, no, Sage, Sage, go last. Okay. Nice. You really twisted it there. You want me to go? All right, Mark, Mark, go first. Okay. Okay, How do we not have distribution deals in place? (laughs) What are my options again? Uh, is this still Jesus good? Fucking Christ, is this you guys. better as a memory, or is this something we should never speak of again? Okay, um, something we should never speak of again is what I'm not gonna say. Damn, what yeah. is this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm master of the master bait, master bait and switch. <laughs> um, I definitely it's it is good. It's uh, super funny. Uh, I honestly thought it was gonna be way more offensive. Um, and it is, but it's like pretty tasteful, uh, for the most part. Um, you think yeah. Gandhi Got- as a rapper named G Spot just super tasteful? G Spot, G Spot, G. But it's not Gandhi. 
It's 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 like a clone a, of Gandhi. It's a clone of Gandhi. Yeah, who it's has a to person deal with, with the... completely different experiences. Right. You know, it's like uh, very funny though. Yeah, that is a great example of the humor of the show. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. I definitely understood a lot more of the references this time than when I was than when I was a, a youth. Um, yeah, I think maybe maybe it just got better with age. Surprisingly relevant. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree. This is a this is a very much a still good property. Um we didn't really talk about the things that I guess could be read as a little more risque in terms of the content. Like JFK's abundant masculinity is partially driven by he has two loving gay parents. Yeah. Um and their relationship is very fun. Can I uh, watch Will and Grace with you? <laughs> But like I, I feel like they're not. Nothing tremendously offensive comes out. No, you know what I mean. They're not. They're not really the. I would say the most offensive parents probably the blind guy. Tooth. Right, which is a de- very, very much choosing, choosing a, choosing a way to make a make comedic use of uh, the fact that he's blind. Right. Uh, but it, it, it's so outlandish, and they also give him so many. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I loved every every minute of it. Like. The way that joke works is like he'll walk into walls randomly, but he also is the has the best jump shot in basketball. Uh, you know, it's, I may it's... be blind, but I can tell when my daughter's laughing. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, <laughs> I may be blind, but I I can tell when my daughter's not following through on her jump shot. <laughs> um, all right, Sage, where do you, where do you fall on the spectrum? Well, I'm glad you asked, and I will tell you. Right after this dramatic pause. Clone high. Bum, bum, bum. It's not a it's not a perfect show. There's a lot of the humor that doesn't work for me. Um, I something I should have said a while ago. Wet blanket. Well, JFK like explaining the terrible jokes he make is not a humor style that vibes with me. <laughs> oh man, they're so good. <laughs> I do, it's I, I feel like. Like, you can you can tell the percentage of the episode that is that when it happens. I was like, oh, that's three or four other jokes we don't get because we just listened to JFK say, and by that I mean this, and by this I mean this other thing. This and is why by we that, let Mark uh, do the JFK. I mean sex. He's at the counter and he's like, and could you add some melons to that? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is uh, when he's like picking up Joan for the prom and he's like, would you like a corsage? I've got one in my pants. And by a corsage, I mean penis. And then he, but he does actually per- pull a corsage out of his pants. When, when it gets later in the show and they're able to, to play off of your expectations of that, it starts working a little bit better. But for the most part, that feels like a hat on a hat, but it's at Nothing least in a funnier voice. Nothing bad ever happens to the Kennedys. <laughs> <laughs> that uh. was, you see, yeah. That, that's fucking great. Um, <laughs> but my biggest knocks on the show are things that I think would be solved with more seasons, and that's that it doesn't really get into the stress of legacy as much as I'm interested in, and it doesn't really touch on nature versus nurture, which is, like, right there from the theme song. And see, um, I would argue that that is actually most of what the show is doing. It is discussing these these characters in relation to their previous selves. Uh, Not nearly it, as much as I want. One of Abe, Abe Lincoln's main drives is that he 
you know, needs to be a leader. There's multiple episodes um, following his bids for, you know, taking up leadership. Uh, Joan of Arc has like full episode dedicated to her, you know, wanting to be special and Gandhi be chosen. has a whole episode uh, about how he was picked by the rhyme. Yeah. To become a rapper. Uh, yeah, I hated that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not big on Gandhi in this show to begin with. I feel like there's a couple characters that I just have no interest in their sub- subplots for the most part, and Gandhi's one of them. <laughs> okay. Well, you... you but uh, the show's still good. Go go ahead and, you know, fast. Uh, I, oh, like I, can't, I can't make a joke about that yet. No. Said in <laughs> your hunger strikes to still good fun. <laughs> what about... Um, do you mind? I'm trying to nail Catherine the Great here. Or should I say, Catherine the, the So-So. So-so. <laughs> Does that work for you? Yes. It's a good <laughs> that's joke. A, that's a good one. Well, one thing we didn't really discuss, which I guess we should, is, Sage, you bring up, you brought up the, the finale and how the show didn't go on. And I think you'd already mentioned that it partially was because of its treatment of Gandhi as a character and hunger strikes against the show uh which is still I think it also just didn't get very high numbers outside of protest stuff it, it it didn't get great reviews it has since been uh a yeah i mean classic. if you look at the like imdb now it's like i only have imdb it's, like an 84 or something I right say. Like, yeah it's high clearly his his history is proven uh this show's a delight and um and it's robbed. about history yeah um, and I think in interviews with Lord and Miller, they, they've said that they knew the axe was coming down. Um, and this finale, which uh, the show ends with Abe realizing that maybe he has feelings for Joan of Arc. Right but, after she gets nailed <laughs> by JFK. But he's he's spurned her for so long. And JFK kind of shows a softer side of himself. And her, uh, Joan and JFK get together. And the show ends with the entirety of the class uh, at prom in the meat locker getting flash frozen by TV's John Stamos. TV's John Stamos uh, in a selfless act to save the pr- principal Scudworth from the sh- the board of shadowy after figures. After he gets like assaulted. After by, he by after principal he, Scudworth. Yeah, mur- basically murders John Stamos. Uh, principal Simon Scudworth. Because he's just a good guy. That Stamos. Um, mm-hmm which is his part, his character arc, uh, which discovery is a good guy. But yeah, the, the, the show is frozen as a season finale. That is the ending we get. Everyone just staring at each other, raising their hands in a why. Uh, and that's it. End of show. So if you were to uh, thaw out this show now, what would you want it to look like? I assume um, that was the segue that we were getting to. <laughs> More or less. I, I just wanted to hammer home, like, what a fucking... If you didn't know that was coming, which I tried really hard not to let you know, Sage, that that's how the show was going to end. You, did, you um, didn't let me know. Yeah. No, what did that like, feel like to, like, hit that as, like, a finale? I mean, that's a bummer. That's right up there with <laughs> the last light of Angel, which is I get to fight the dragon, and then the show's done. <laughs> yeah. I, remember I like that, that they at least like did something to wrap it up, you know. It's like the most non wrapping it up version of wrapping it up. Well, though. it's like it's open ended, but it's also like frozen solid. Right. It. I just remember being very like, "You can't leave me like this." 
guys, what are you doing? Guys, what like, are you I, doing? I, <laughs> what, I need a season two. I, I just really wanted the show to go on and it, they, you know, intentionally left it open. And like I said, there have been talks about, you know, this is kind of a show they want to go on. Um, I definitely, I don't feel good about it if it's a movie. I don't think it would be satisfying. Like, I feel like this is satisfying because it's like a TV show format. Right. I don't think there is a way to be satisfied with this show, unfortunately. Like, it's the kind of thing that is so pleasant and fun that I'm always just going to want more, no matter, like, how many seasons they gave us. Yeah, I mean, I could be satisfied with it if they just keep it coming forever. Right. the same quality. Which, I mean... This could just be resurrected and and more of it. I think any time with this kind of show specifically, too, you... So many people in this show went on to become much bigger stars and this already expensive show would have ballooned in terms of just trying to get them all in the same room. Uh, Not because they wouldn't want to be there, just because these people's time is expensive, unfortunately. Or not unfortunately, they're worth it. Who's who's more famous now than they were in... 2001 other than the creative forces who would want is will forte Forte more famous now for sure he was on snl at this time he's like he's got three separate shows that he's like like leading roles he's got his own quibi show i mean i guess he's (laughs) the man's got a quibi the mcgruber the quibi is not an award (laughs) (laughs) yeah and like the guest the guest stars even because like i you know another thing that this kind of doesn't necessarily remind me of maybe this will be a future episode but like um heat vision and jack like an amazing show that stars at the time lesser known jack black and owen wilson um it's just the kind of thing that's hard to bring these kind of things back and like maybe part of the beauty is that it was a time and a place i mean i feel Uh, like that's a much better example of what you're saying because not only do i disagree with the premise that like these people are too big to be brought back but they're they'd be brought back for voice acting very busy people Sharon paul is in bojack horseman as a main role (laughs) right like that's not i don't think it's a lot to ask that's (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) he's known for westworld season three sir saying (laughs) mr white bitch (laughs) you know that kind of thing was that todd chavez doing jesse pinkman (laughs) It was, yeah, it was pretty muddy. It was somewhere in there. I mean, I got it, so I guess it worked. Uh, no, I feel like you could Thank jump you. in with the season two now as long as you just get someone to pay for I, it. I think that was the like most surprising thing to me about this on a rewatch is you look like it, it's not, it doesn't come off as really dated. I mean, other than some of the like, like who the fuck's Ashley Angel at this point. <laughs> I um, mean, to be fair, I again did not know who he was back then right, at I, all. I only I did because I'm like, you know, really into boy bands. Pretty shamelessly yeah. into He's like, like a Nick Lachey type. Well, and that, I mean, except for like, like not even that level. <laughs> they, but I mean, even in the show, they do a joke where it's like Ashley Angel. Oh, is he in the Backstreet Boys? Right. In sync. In sync. Ninety-eight degrees. Menudo. <laughs> you know. BB Mac. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was surprised to see that this, like, it doesn't seem, the comedy doesn't seem dated. Like, it's still very funny. Yeah. There's there's nothing that really is like, oh, well, that would have been funny in 2003, but it's not really funny now. It's not like Dude, Where's My Car? No. And the the humor is, much like Dude, Where's My Car, very broad. But mm-hmm. they also bounce around in terms of style, I would say. Like, you know, we, I think Sage had lamented the Looney Tunes 
kind of runoff they do where they do a is Pepe Le Pew. Like, I love uh, and like, hate it. I don't Looney know. Tunes like a like a Tiny Toons spinoff? <laughs> it's Tiny Toons the next generation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, within this season of television, they do a rock opera. They Which we have not talked about, but is probably the best episode. <laughs> Jack Black uh, comes I'm and visits the schools. and wall, or I'm building a fence. Oh, that's right. the one where I, he's the pusher and sells raisins yeah. to everyone to smoke? <laughs> right. It's and like, Lincoln turns into Shaggy from Scooby-Doo? <laughs> it, it's like every major music, like musical movie. It's like Tommy, The Wall, uh, Yellow Submarine, and it's just all like kind of morphed into raincoat. this one thing. That, yes. And it's all morphed into this one musical thing. Which, like, honestly, like, give Jack Black as many rock operas as the man can do. Oh, agreed. Yeah. Can't like, get enough. Oh, man. What about the uh, film festival show Really, episode really stuck out to you, Mark? Um, That's, yeah, I mean, I love, <laughs> like, one of my favorite gimmicks has to be how um, Joan gets super embarrassed because it's, like, her video is, like, too raw. And it's, like, if she, <laughs> if she shows it, everyone's going to, like, understand that she exactly. has a crush on Abe, yeah. and um, and you know she like thinks that that she throws it away, and she thinks it's not going to be in the film festival. And Abe finds it in the trash can, and he put, enters it in the film festival. And it's the only film that doesn't end up getting burnt in the in in, <laughs> in, in the fire in the uh, whatever you call it projector room. And um, <laughs> yeah, she and then they put it on, and it's just inscrutable. Whisper, whisper, hush, hush. <laughs> it's, Slap the watermelon. Like, and it's just this really bizarre. It's an experimental right. Fred Hart film. Yeah. That, that she thinks is way too telling and yeah. it's entirely. The only person that gets it is Sigmund Freud. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you like Abe. <laughs> so good. Good show. Um, good show. Like, and that's that's priceless. Abe's is also inscrutable. Well, it, it had a lot of symbolism in it, you see. <laughs> what is that, that there's like a like a hilarious name for his movie that is like just totally escaping me oh it has hero in it if if i would just want this brought back the way it was it's one of those shows that i think would work if they just brought it back a- animation's easier to do that yeah with. i mean you you don't have to like explain why everyone's suddenly 18 years older like you couldn't have a sixth season <laughs> of angel right now because you'd have to explain why the lead vampire who is immortal is suddenly like 18 years older <laughs> The um, I feel like w- Wet but Hot American Summer did that really. That's well. what I was gonna say. <laughs> yes. like they did pull it but off. But you can't you know? do that for Angel. <laughs> and Clint yeah. is animated, so you don't you don't have to worry about yeah. that. No one's gonna be like, right. uh, Will a- Abe Lincoln sounds like he's eighteen years older. And and I know that we like stated that there's no way to make this show have an ending that's more satisfactory, really. But that doesn't mean that I wouldn't take everything they threw at me from the show. Anything Lord Miller and Lawrence yeah. want to do, uh, I'll take I'm there. It. Yeah. As long as, like, well, it, uh, so as called... long as another season of Clone High wouldn't take away from more, like, Spider-Verses or anything. I'm willing to make the, make the, uh... I have Holy a feeling fuck, I'm not. Make the, Spider-Verse the will continue whether or not Lord and Miller want to be part of it or not. But Yeah, but I don't uh, I do necessarily hope they do. want that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what's the thing called that we've been waiting on, on, a, on a thin just rope of sand? so not worth it. <laughs> um, it's called It Takes a Hero. 
Oh god! Oh god! So, uh, that's so disappointing. I know. <laughs> he I know. A hero. Yeah. All right. Well, well where that. can we find more of your work, Mark? Uh oh boy. Well, we've got some stuff coming down the pipe right now. Um, that's kind of under the uh, that's a thing now dot com umbrella, um, which is a website that if you visit it as of the recording right now, you will find nothing. Oh. Nothing there. But kind of like, like if, you, if you go to stillgoodpod.com. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, keep an eye out for that's a thing now.com. We've got some some stuff coming down the pipe. Uh, is this seat taken? Uh, the top tennist. Uh, other stuff, too. Probably. Hey. Damn. That's a lot of stuff. It's too much stuff. It's, yeah. Um. It, Makes working on things really hard. <laughs> Before I sign off, I want to just reiterate how great this show is and that you should see it. And I'm like, try. I've been struggling as we've been going through this uh, podcast when there are things that we rewatch and I discover that I love them still. I almost want to like uh, just put it in the bio, like just fucking watch these shows because there's so much good shit in them. Um, and this is one of the shout I, out if that's I, what you're trying to do. I just want to oversell Clone High. Uh, that's all. Um, I'm Gavin Murray. You can find me at Gavin Murray, GavinVMurray.com or GavinVMurray on Instagram. Uh, v is in Victor, but it stands for Velasquez. Um, yeah. I just wanted to say, um, obviously, uh, if it, it goes to show how much Gavin cares about this show because um, it's, it's like 50K to get me on your podcast. That is true. Uh, It's basically as expensive as doing an episode of Clone High. Exactly. He wanted me to really sell it home to you at home. We couldn't afford Mandy Moore. Sell it to your home. Yeah, she's 51K. So luckily (laughs) you got me. And this this show is produced by uh, the Price is Right rules where, um, you know, we we, we reach out to various people. They they give us their, their, um, their appearance fee. And then we pick the one that's lowest by each, you know, by cent. And you guys also own Bob Barker's bones. Boom. Good bit. All right, Sage. All right, I'm Sage, <laughs> and you can find me when I'm not lounging around watching HBO Max and Disney Plus. For thank God the streaming services have all started when they have, because I have so much time. <laughs> have you seen the um, the Imagineering story? D- no. On Disney Plus. <laughs> But but let's spend some time talking about that. It's a great. You show. can find me at Hold for Plane <laughs> on various things, and I also do this podcast, which you should check out. What's it called? Um, is this still good? Oh, are they already checking it out? If they've gotten to this point, <laughs> it's a filmography of Matthew Good. Okay. <laughs> well, now that we've done our outro, should we uh, some give, give some recommendations? What the fuck? (laughs) Next time on a very special Clone High. Will Abe and Jones' student films reveal their true feelings for one another? How will Scudworth get himself out of another dangerous pickle? And what will become of Gandhi? I tell you, but I haven't seen the episode yet. They were supposed to send it to me, but there's this guy at work who totally hates me. If he gets me fired, I'm gonna kill his dog.